Yo, 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 this is Miss Wanda. My name is Roosevelt Mears here, director, film producer, and screenwriter. My name is Winnie, and you are listening to The Sweet Podcast. What's up, everyone? My name is Wanda, and welcome to another episode of The Sweet Podcast. As usual, thank you so much, everyone that's been tuning in, liking, sharing, commenting, and making sure we are supported like you guys always do. So The Sweet Podcast, if this is your first time tuning in, we are powered by your favorite Haitian, Haitian diaspora platform, Linear Sweet, where we are redefining the narrative of Haiti and Haitians every day. We are able to put together this podcast with the support of, you know, readers, our fans, our followers, and most importantly, the fabulous guys of Silver Slate Studios and Plantation. Dumi, what will we do without you? So thank you guys once again for tuning in. I have, to me, what I think is a very special episode because this is an interview I've been wanting to do for a while, but anytime you say TPS and Haitians hear that, you get one of two things. People tune out and they're like, oh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Or you have a lot of people that's like, oh, my God, do you have more information? So if this is your first time tuning in, if this is your first time hearing about TPS, I am going to do my best to give you some background on TPS, which stands for Temporary Protected Status. So last year about this time is the first time, like I would say, I started taking um, TPS serious. Had known about it, knew people that was on it, but didn't really understand what it meant, you know, as far as like status in the U.S. Then... You know, the administrators said they were ending it. Haitians freaked out. People freaked out because it's not just Haitians that's on TPS. And at that moment, a lot of people were, like, asking us, you know, to share information, share updates. How can we help? There was massive protests in Miami. Marlene Bastien and her group was like, we have to stop this. So at that point, it was like, what is this? What can we do? What information do I even have to provide? So we did a TPS forum with five attorneys um, and one that was actually working at the White House, Karen Andre, to answer questions and help Haitians that had questions but was afraid to reach out because, of course, at that time, people figured, like, if I'm on TPS, I need to not tell people. They need to not know because they're going to deport everybody was the energy. Um, and then you had a whole separate group that was like, well, how can you – how?" have you been in the U.S. this long and you're like, you know, your status is not figured out all these years. So today we have an interview with Roosevelt and Winnie, two young Haitians from South Florida that's been living on TPS and have actually agreed, you know, to do this interview with us. Because I was surprised when you guys said yes. So thank you guys so much for being here. Of Roosevelt, course, when you say hello to the Lean Your Sweet, the Sweet Podcast family. Hey, no. guys. Hey, guys. What's going on? Oh, that's it? Oh, no, nah, no, nah. What's going on, <laughs> man? You know, I'm, I'm Roosevelt Mary's here, man, and I'm, I'm here, man. Shout out to Lel Union Sweet for, you Are know. you saying you're going to kill you? You got to say it right. Lel Union Sweet? That ain't even Ooh. it, Winnie. Ooh. That ain't it. Oh, it's Lignon. They're going to get you Lignon. Lignon. Lignon Sweet. Man, shout out to the Lignon Sweet for having me here today. I really appreciate it. God is good. My name is Winnie. Um, I am 26. Um, Come through with the telling people your real age, I know, sis. Really? 26. <laughs> I live 21. <laughs> um... 26, been in America for, I want to say, what, 20 years now? Wow. August is going to make 20 years. Um, been on TPS since 2010, and um, full-time student, FAU, graduated in December, mm -hmm. and I am a full-time medical assistant at a dermat dermatology office. 
So one of the first things, of course, before I even get into TPS, I'm going to give you guys some background information on it if this is your first time hearing the term or just don't know, is the fact that right out the gate, both of you are here, you're working, mm -hmm. professional, you've been to school, right? Yeah, and sure. different stories. Because yeah. normally when people hear TPS, they just think it's a bunch of people that came over or, you know, left from the earthquake that's just here. Or you have the people that's like, y'all just here and y'all not doing anything. Yeah. And you guys have been in school. So you did 20, so 20 years. So you did elementary. Elementary, middle, high school, now college. College. Yeah, working. Yeah. I've been here since uh, since middle school. Came here when I was twelve. So I've been through middle school. I didn't come here for elementary school, but I came from middle school and high school. And and you so, went through college. Oh yeah, I went through college for one year, but after that one year, you know, costs got yeah. too high and everything like that. So I just resorted to looking for jobs and everything like that. So. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, we're going to get tough. into the college and yep. the school thing for, yeah. because of what I've learned about people in TPS and you guys even being in school is not even as easy as, you know, people may yeah. think and you were paying, what, like out-of-state? Out-of-state fees. Yeah. Paying, what, like three times the amount of, of yeah. a regular student. Yeah. I think when I started BCL, I was paying, I think the regular – uh, per credit, it's like three hundred dollars at BC. I was paying a thousand dollars per credit. Wow, a thousand dollars per credit. Yeah. So you're talking about three credit hours, three thousand yeah. dollars for one class. For one class. Yeah, just wow. about. It was extremely yeah. expensive, man. I just, you know, I couldn't do it no more, yeah. man. I didn't want to put that weight on my mom too. You exactly. know what I mean? So I just, I, I quit school, and I found, luckily, like God always put people in my life that was just so great, so awesome, man. You know. I went by back door and went and got like a job at a law firm that took care of me and my finances for a very long time until, you know, I built my own business. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so before we get any further, you know, on the history, let me, you know, give you guys some information on what TPS is and the status of it right now, especially for Haitians. So many immigrants who have many immigrants who have time-limited permission to live and work in the United States under a program known as Temporary Protected Status are facing an uncertain future as the White House seek to end their permission to stay in the country. Roughly 318,000 people currently have this protected status after fleeing their countries because of war, hurricane, earthquakes, or other extraordinary conditions that could make it dangerous for them to live in that country. Federal officials have said and been very clear that TPS is meant to provide temporary rather than long-term relief. There were about 100,000 unauthorized immigrants from Haiti in the U.S. in 2016, over, overall according to the center's estimate. U.S. government officials estimated about 46,000 Haitian immigrants have TPS as of 2018. TPS benefits for Haitians have been set to expire July 22nd, um, with no plans for an extension. But the Department of Homeland Security extended the deadline to January 2nd, 2020, after being temporarily blocked by a federal court challenge. The TPS de designation for Haiti was based on the January 2010 earthquake that killed hundreds of thousands of people. Immigrants are eligible if they entered the U.S. up to a year later, so many Haitian immigrants with protected status have been in the U.S. since, an early, since as early as 2011. In 2017, the Haitian government asked for an 18-month extension leading up to July 22nd um, termination, citing recent catastrophic, uh, recent 
Cata- what's the word? Catastrophic. Catastrophic. Why do I stumble on that word? What's the word? Catastrophic. Including other hurricanes. <laughs> She's been drinking, y'all. Don't, don't, tell people, don't, don't tell people that. You know those words that you just get to them, you just stuck? Mm-hmm. That was one of it's those words. It's the alcohol. <laughs> no, so what I find interesting with that and even with your stories, you're talking about 20 years, and a lot of people, and a lot of other people I know that have had it for years, and meanwhile, a lot of people think that it's only people that's from the 2010 earthquake no. that have had no, TPS. No, there's people like from, I think, if I'm not mistaken, El Salvador, Ecuador. Yeah. I think Liberia. Uh, Honduras. Yeah. Honduras. Honduras. Yeah. I think yeah. they try to cancel Honduras like a year, um, last year too. Yeah, so it's yeah. not just Haitians. It's not just Haitians. Yeah. It's like, they just recently like canceled. I think it was Honduras. Uh, Honduras, because yeah, Haiti, El Salvador, yeah. and Honduras, I believe, was on the same yeah. time. So it's, it's yeah. literally not just Haitians yeah. that's, you know, on TPS. Exactly. So. so you guys, okay, so you've been here since middle yeah. school. You've been here, of course, younger. Yeah. So you're here, you're in America, you're going to school, you're doing your thing. Of course, you guys don't really get or understand what your status is here, right? Yeah. So what time or what age did it hit you? Like, wait a minute, I'm not like my friends or I, I, I'm not... I think for me it was because I came here 2000. I was eight years old. My brother was 12. Um, went through elementary school, middle school. I have a cousin that's literally the same age as me. I live, grew up with my aunt. Um, she treated us treated us the same. We went through everything the same. Like was registered and um, we did sports and everything the same. We, like it never hit me that I was any different. Mm-hmm. from any of my cousins or anything like that up until I think what was it whatever year my brother graduated my gra- brother graduated top of his class from high school um probably could have went to any college that he wanted to I, go to my brother Velt knows yeah. my brother like mm-hmm. smart top of his class yeah. like everything and it was time for him to go to school I mean yeah go off to college and he couldn't go off to college and I had no idea why and it wasn't until then I think I was in the ninth grade when I realized, oh, okay, so this isn't happening, this this might not happen for me. Because I think at that time, when we get to ninth grade, everyone around us is like, oh, we're, we're speaking about college, and everyone's mm-hmm. talking to, you know, talking about going to um, college and, you know, HBCUs and all this, you know, other stuff. And it's like, okay, well, this might not happen, like, for me. And it's like you're parting ways with your friends, and, like, there's a difference between your friends and you and, you know, like a whole secretive thing. You can't tell people, oh, the reason why I'm not applying, or you can't tell your guidance counselor the reason why I'm not applying for um, scholarships or any of this stuff is because, oh, I can't. Oh, I'm man. not a citizen. I went through the same exact situation with, uh, that you went through as well. Like my senior year, like when everybody was like graduating and, you know, saying what schools they were going to and everything like that, it was just like, yeah. it was a real emotional moment for me because... Yeah. I didn't have a plan, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because, I mean, I wasn't eligible to file for scholarships and things like that. So it was just like, what's next for me, you know what I mean? It was just like, like I said, it was a real emotional moment for me. Like, I had no idea what I was going to do. I felt lost. I felt stuck. I was hurt. But Cried. what does that conversation sound like with your parents? Oh, man. What's the explanation? How did it make it make sense for you? Nah, my mom is just like she's always a she was always like an extremely positive person. She would just always know that just know that things are gonna get better. You know what I mean? Just yeah. always know like yeah. God is gonna find a way for to make something happen for you. So just but relax. from a status point, what do uh, they say? Like, yeah, these things are gonna get better. 
But <laughs> what does that mean? Like, how, how no. am I going to, how do I become a legal resident of this country? Is that conversation? Have, think, do you guys ask that? I don't think that? I ever had that conversation. We, we, we never had that conversation. That, that my, mom, my mom told me to, uh, she asked me if I wanted to come back to the Bahamas. Mm. And I was like, yeah. hell no. I already, like, lived my life here. I already yeah. have friends here, have family here. I don't want to go back. So I'm going to do what I, I got to do to just stick here and find a way, make sure mm. it makes something happen. So, wow. Yeah, it was it was tough, man. Real tough. Wow. And Winnie, for you, was the I, don't, I don't I don't think I how could I remember? I don't think we ever had that conversation because again, my brother was going through it, and yeah. then once I hit, like I went, it was the ninth grade when he graduated, and then I had tenth, eleventh, twelfth grade. So I had like three years to actually mm-hmm. process it, and it's like okay, whatever. Like my cousin's gonna go off to college, and I'm gonna stay home, and. The good thing is I had most of my friends were friends that actually stayed in Broward and they stayed home. Mm. So it wasn't really like a a huge thing. You didn't feel the impact as yeah. much. Yeah. The difference between me and probably Velt was that earthquake happened 2010. Mm. I graduated June. It happened what? February 2010? No, January. January 2010. 2010. Mm. I graduate June of 2010. Mm. So TPS, everything starts rolling in right after that. So I was able to like, you know, take classes and start broad college mm-hmm. right into you know everything going on. Yeah. So you but, you went on TPS around that time. Mm-mm. So you well, I started I the same year TPS started I yeah. was able to apply. So I didn't have like a year or two of you know not but being prior able to, go to, to TPS. You're prior here. TPS, you don't even understand yeah. like yeah, your status and really there's no thing. conversation. No, it wasn't a thing. I just knew I wasn't going to college. I didn't think about the whole, you know, working, whatever. I'm just like, yeah. okay, well, we're just going to figure it out when it happens because that's the conversation in the house. It's like, when it happens, it happens. Don't so are you guys not asking these questions to your parents? Even when we're not, uh, the, the, like, we tried to resolve certain things. We went to multiple immigration yeah. lawyers and yeah. everything, like, but it was just taking our money. Like, they took mm. at least 15 to 20K of my mom's money just, like, selling us dreams and everything wow. like that. And, you know, they'll legalize us and do this and do that and you know it was just like selling us dreams and you know it was just like like real like hurtful for me you know I was thinking that these things were gonna go through for me sit back relax things are gonna happen but the whole time it was just taking money from us wow. you know what I mean so yeah. at this point because when you mentioned it being secretive yeah. uh, do you guys know other people on TPS are yeah. you meet you yeah? Yeah. yeah I think the, the year I graduated I think I found out like three or four or, no, like five or six of the people I graduated with were illegal. Mm. And, but you don't know, when you're in high school, I don't think it's a thing that you know unless, like, you're really, like, into, like, you have to really be into everything that's going on. Yeah. Like, it's not something you just say, like, oh, I'm illegal. Like, you just don't say that. Yeah. Like, you just yeah. go on. I don't think, half my friends probably don't even know. I had someone tell me that they, um, didn't realize they didn't have a social security card because Broward <laughs> County gives you this uh this, this student number that's so the same nine digit number that you think it's a social <laughs> Ex- that was exactly <laughs> what she said she said for years I thought my student number, number was, was my social. social so when she would be you know when people would ask or even when she was filling out college application it said social security she, she typed in her student number, number I didn't not realize thinking. until my brother graduated um from high school. And that no, that's when I found out that number is not a social. Like you can't use that on yeah. anything. Wow. That's just a student number. Wow. That's all. <laughs> so middle. I see. That's something I didn't even know. I I remember thinking back when she said that. I was like, 
what was I given? Was it, was my student number my, like, I don't remember what my number was. So I'm trying to figure out, was my student number the same as my social? Like, did, did you guys have student numbers? But I had, I was using my social. Yeah. Like, I don't I know don't, my don't student know. numbers. I, think, I, I don't know if everyone has. But like doesn't, does everybody have student numbers and the people that's illegal have, I mean, does everybody use their social? But if you're illegal, they, you have a student no, number? I, I, everyone no, I, think, I think it's just a student number. I think everyone has student numbers. Huh? Mm. I mean, I, I never... Well, before when I couldn't go to school, I didn't have uh, I didn't have my social, so but yeah, I had, I used my student, student number. number. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, probably not a conversation no one has. That's yeah. your social or your yeah. student like, number. Yeah, it's my. Yeah, that is social though. That's I'm pretty yeah. sure that's kind of. Yeah. So TPS happens 2010. Now you guys have TPS. Mm-hmm. At this point, what you're happy? You think this means what? I mean, I'm happy, but I was also down because. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people had to die for us to to have mm-hmm. to get yeah, this. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I was like, you know, why couldn't they give a, give it to us before? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it was just like, you know, like the president that was here before, like Bush wasn't letting anything happen. Like mm-hmm. Bush was like, no. But as soon as Obama came in, like there was hope. There was a lot of hope, and you know, and when 2010 hit and this this happened, like you know, it was like. It was like emotions, but at the same time, I was happy to yeah. finally be leg- legal and be finally to work and uh, just just help out my family. You know yeah. what I mean? And it was ecstatic for me. So but on TPS, so student, um, the out-of-state fees change? Yeah. Like, are you able to go? So yeah. the thing is, you're on TPS. You get on TPS, so you're able to get a license, so you you, you can drive legally now. So prior to that, no license. Yeah, so yeah. You, you're able to get a license now. You get a work permit, so you're able to work. I'm still driving, mm-hmm. though. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, so you're able to work. Um, well, you're able to – so they you get your driver's license. You're able to do all this stuff, but with school now, um, they you're still considered an out-of-state student. So they don't consider you, even though like you can prove that you've been here for so many years, you've mm-hmm. gone to elementary, middle school, whatever it is, you're still considered, uh, like, and this was back in 2010. Now yeah. it's totally different depending mm-hmm. on what school you're at, because at FAU right now, I pay in-state fees. Mm-hmm. But you're still considered um, out of state, so you're paying literally $3,000 for one class, like $1,000 mm-hmm. per credit hour mm-hmm. at the time. And wow. if you're... It's, if you're a regular person, like you, there's no way you're taking. You're not eligible for scholarships. You can't get scholarships because or financial aid because technically you're not legal. Right, right. And the only, and you can't get government help. And yeah. citizens. So you're paying out of pocket for all this stuff. Yeah, and that's that's it. So what does work look like now? Like so before you before couldn't that. work like yeah. really like legally on paper. Now you can work, but. Is there like they're aware that this is thing is temporary, so you there's a deadline to when, like your contract and your job's over, or like are you turning something in? Are they watching you? How I mean, that honestly, like I had a I had a job at a, a law firm. It was a girlfriend that I was dating at the time, and um, she actually put me onto a law firm job. Mm-hmm. So this is I had already got to the point where I was just like, man, F school and everything like that mm-hmm. because of my legal status yeah. and everything like that. And then when the 2010 hit, like I said, I was dating this girl at the time, and her mom was like the manager at the job. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they put me on and everything like that. So I just started making real good money and everything like that. So I would just consider that as a blessing to be able to 
get on TPS and start a job making thirteen, fourteen dollars an hour right away. It was just, mm. it was a real awesome for me, and um, my mom was real ecstatic and real happy about that. And yeah, yeah, that that's how it was for me. Just wow, a for, job for me. It was pretty much this kind kind of the same. Um, the the biggest thing for me is that I have a really really huge supportive family like my family is when it comes to support it's out of here like I have a huge supportive family um I my aunt my uncle like I live with them so I didn't have to pay any bills I got a job at the mall mm-hmm. um working at Banana Republic so it wasn't you know a like a big thing um mm-hmm. I was taking one or two classes for me in my head what I was processing is like oh all my friends are you know in school um, I can't go away for school because my cousin was at Bethune at the time, and it's like okay, I can't be with her. But you know, my friend, I have my best friend that's at Broward College, mm-hmm. you know. So the idea was like, okay, go to school, you know, work a couple hours, get some money, and just go to school. So it wasn't really a huge thought process on future or whatever it was. So you want planning? It wasn't yeah, like it wasn't, let me start really, making plans. Yeah, the planning part for me was, I mean, I was like what. 18, 17, 18. So there was like no plans. Like parents were still planning for me. Like didn't look past that much. And these was like real sad moments for me because like I I played basketball. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I couldn't like when I saw my boys going off to school, getting accepted by schools to play ball here and there, I was just like, damn, like it hit me. Yeah. I mean, because that was my dream at first. Basketball was my first dream. And just seeing that happen, it just hit me. Just, I would just wake up just, just crying, you know what yeah. I mean? Because I couldn't do, like, things that they could, you know, because they was legal here and I wasn't. So it was just real, real tough for me. I went through all emotions, everything. And in everything. these situations, like, I mean, of course, Haitian parents, yeah. we know how, you know, you know how Haitian parents are. Like, to this day, I, I'm still trying to get an answer from my mom about, you know, why it took us so long to speak Creole and what. Mm-hmm. And I can barely get an answer. Most of the time her answer is, well, you speak Creole now, mm-hmm. right? So if that's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. Like, that's, that's the furthest we're going into this conversation. <laughs> yeah. So in these situations, like there's a lot of people, of course, adults that's on TPS, like a lot of people say and feel like, well, we shouldn't sympathize for you guys because you knew that this was temporary. Like everyone's mm-hmm. aware. It, the temporary is the first letter of, you know, of this program. So like... Why is it like? Why is it now that you guys feel like you no know, people should feel sorry for that? You all this time, like the, the thing, all this time you had. Why didn't you do something? Well, I feel like they've been trying to do something. Like TPS for us was probably like the first thing like we can actually get through. Like there was yeah. the Dream Act. Like if you look at the Dream yeah. Act, and what I, yeah, my little brother's on that. Yeah. Brother. So yeah. before you, what all is the Dream Act? Act? So the what Dream Act, Act oh. it was something like I think I want to say and. Childhood arrivals, yeah. deferred action. Like so, there's at, no, there's deferred action, but then there was the Dream Act. The Dream Act, they was trying to pass it for kids that are like us mm-hmm. that came here illegally, but you know, it wasn't our fault. It wasn't on, yeah. And they were just trying to get us papers and all this stuff, but then that didn't work out. Um, that didn't get approved, and then there was deferred action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And deferred action, you can probably explain that more better than uh, I can. I mean, I feel deferred action to me, like I, what I read of. Deferred action and Dream Act is kind of like the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, okay. they're, they're, they're the same thing. So it's just like uh, early childhood arrivals. If you was yeah. under like a certain age and mm-hmm. you came here, uh, you get that. You can get uh, the Dream Act. That's what yeah. my little brother. But it was more right the now. Dream Act was more of a permanent thing. Yeah, deferred yeah. is not really a permanent. It's just I think it's a three, <laughs> the word four deferred. Year. Yeah, and then you just mm-hmm. reapply and then yeah. just hope. Because I think right now no no one can apply for like they they're not accepting your applications for deferred action. I don't think. 
Yeah, if you're already on it, then yeah. Though, yeah. Yeah, if you're already on it, that's what it is. But yeah. yeah, that's it with that. Do you guys feel like you've, um, once again, as Haitian kids, a lot of times we're left to do a lot of things on our own. Um, even though you know your parents are doing their little thing, like you're still trying to, do you guys feel like you had the information you needed to do as much as you could for yourself or you were just like completely confused as to what this was and... Nah, but you know what it, it is? Uh, my boy Stanley not here right now. But me and Stanley was just always in contact like when it came to information. He mm-hmm. always gave me the information I need or whatever I found on Google. I sent it to him. Whatever it. he yeah. found on Google, he sent it to me. So... You just gotta find these. We found these. We found the information all by ourselves to make sure we was informed about everything that we needed to know to for our TPS and our sake. So it was just honestly, it was just like us just have having that information to do what we need to do, like look for it. But no, what nobody was helping us. We had to find yeah. our, find it for ourselves. So a lot of times when we post about TPS, one of the first things people say is, oh, man, y'all better hurry up and go get your husband and, you know, get your wife. Or they'll be yeah. like, oh, okay, well, he's on TPS. If he's dating, he's trying to get papers. Like, don't take nobody, you know, TPS. And people joke about things like yeah, that. And one well, of the All the time. Yeah, like, I've trust me, I've had a friend that was like, that was a big issue, mm-hmm. you know, in her relationship because the guy's family thought that's why that's she was around. Yeah. yeah, so that kind of caused an issue for, you know, how comfortable she was in that relationship. And when we did the TPS forum last year, that was one of the main things the lawyers were very clear about. That is not going to work. Mm-hmm. So this whole idea of you on TPS, you can go get married, and it's like you go file a bunch of papers, like, it's not going to work. Yeah. yeah, so what other, like, you feel like um, misconceptions do people have about people that's on TPS? That you're just probably, I don't know, Americans have this thing that in their minds they think illegal people are coming here and taking their jobs. Oh, man. Like, wow. honestly, actually, like, it, the job is there. Yeah. If you want it, go yeah, get it. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there's nothing I can do to stop you from getting a job. Right. There's mm-hmm. nothing I can do for, to stop you from getting anything. Like, if you really want it, like, go and get it. Just like, I'm doing that. Like, yeah. they, they have this thing that's like, oh, you guys are going to come here and take all our jobs, do all this. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, seriously? It's, it's, it's no. There's tons of jobs out here. Yeah. Man, you know? Yeah, I, I dealt Somebody got to do it. I, I dealt with all that. Uh, because, like, I'm the type of dude, man, I like to get up and go get it, make things happen. So I always had, you know. Just the American kids just always envy me for some reason. Because, you know, me coming here, uh, my mom always instilled in my head that I got to go harder than everybody that's here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So failure is no option was always a thing for me. Like, I had to go harder. I had to work harder than everybody else. So, yeah, that's that's a mis- misconception that everybody has of like, illegal immigrants. So you come in here, you're going to take the jobs. You're going to do this. Yeah, you you're going to drive this. a better car than me. We don't like y'all. Go back home. You know, but it's like you you come here and you do all those things. I do drive a better car than you, but it's like it's not my fault. Yeah, it ain't my fault, man. I worked a little harder than you. Like I kind of have to. Like I have all these eyes. I have all these like things pointing like already against me. Like I kind of have no choice but to work this hard. Yeah, and then the marriage thing is another thing. But it's like. If I wanted to get married for papers, I think I would have did it at 18, 19. Right. When, as soon ago. as I hit, like, legal age, ago. let's yeah. get this done. Like, no, I've been here for 20 years. If I was going to do it, I was going to do it already. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, come on. That's real. So as far as information goes, and now that you guys are a bit older, mm-hmm. there's social media. Information's everywhere. Yeah. TPS, legal status, immigrant, you know, administrative stuff is on the news every day. 
Do you think the government is even trying or they're just making it harder right now nah. to seek permanent residence in the U.S.? It's going to happen. You think it's going to happen? It's definitely going to happen. It's I don't, I don't want to say they're not trying because I'm pretty sure they are. But I, feel I mean, like listen, you, you this thing got extended. You guys just got yeah. an additional There's no way you can, like, for people like us, like, mm-hmm. I've been here 20 years. Yeah. Like, you're going to send me back to a country where, like, this is my country. Like, exactly. I've worked here. I've paid taxes. I've yeah. Middle, high school, elementary. Like, yeah, this, them. I don't know another home besides uh, we have your country. Right. We and have that's how you right. want to look at it. You know what I exactly. mean? So it's like, where are you going to send me back to? Like, that's, to me, like, that's to a crazy. place that I don't even know. Yeah, that's you crazy. I mean? so, like, for people like us, that's our age, like, yeah. I mean, we're trying to do, it's not, like, if we don't have, like, we're not felons, we don't have anything, like, right. how does that yeah, make we sense? Own, mm-hmm. We own businesses here, you know what I mean? So it's just like, how can we send a person like that back? Yeah. I mean, someone that does so much for yeah. the community, like myself, I do a lot for the community. I'm active in the community. Yeah, you're entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah you know talk about I mean? some of the stuff that you do. Yeah, um... Uh, I pretty much, uh, I'm a director, I'm a writer, I'm a screenwriter, I'm an event host, I throw events for the community, I showcase a lot of artists, musicians, uh, poets, and everything like that, and I also showcase uh, filmmakers and things like that. I shoot a lot of big music videos for some of the big entertainers in the, in the industry, such as Tory Lanez, um, Nick Cannon, Birdman, NBA Youngboy, and so much more. So you working. Yeah, working. You working, working. Right? 24-7, man. Like, I, I work, like, you could, you ask my girl, man. I don't I don't sleep, man. I work 24-7. And it's just, like, it's, it's just a passion, man. Like like I said, my brand is called FNO, Failure's No Option. Failure's never been an option for me since I landed foot in America. Mm-hmm. And I just was always taught to just be better than everybody else. You know what I mean? And I could remember a story. From, uh, from middle school, when I came here, everybody was just cracking on my accent and everything like that. And um, and we, and they put me in Esau class. Oh, yeah. And then from, from, from Esau, like the, the layout that a lot of Hill Middle School had set up was Explorers A to Explorers E. So Explorers A being the dumbest class to Explorers <laughs> wow. E being the smartest. <laughs> intermediate. I went from That's A. That's intermediate. I went from A to E in a month. Because wow. the teachers was like, you don't belong in A. I went to B. Teachers like, you don't belong in B. Hmm. It, like, just being in these classes, I always hear my mom's voice in my head. Yeah. Like, you got to work hard. You yeah. got to work hard. You're here for a reason. I brought you here for a reason. You got to work hard. I don't want you slacking. Work, 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 work. So I went from A to E in a month to the smartest class. And then from there, I was just like, this is where I need to be. And yeah. this is what I need to be doing. And I got just I just got to be better than everybody else that's around me. So, yeah. When you said before you didn't have a plan, like you were just going to class and doing. So now, do you, have you because you know it's being extended and TPS is kind of working a little to your benefit now. Are you operating on a plan or are you just kind of waiting to see what happens? Um, I feel like that's how I was before. With you know, you're just waiting because the the thing these Haitian parents what they tell you is like oh. Don't worry, um, you know, God's going to do something. Oh, pote, what do they say? Pote, bon dieu. Like, oh, God's going to, we'll just pray. Like, we're just going to pray. No action, but we're just going to pray. And it's like, how, no offense, but it's like, how much are we going to pray and we're not going to look into anything? We're not going to do anything. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to, like, something has to be done. I feel like up until last year when you did the. The form. Yeah, the, the form. 
And it was just a, like to me, working and probably just going to school was just a thing, again, just because everyone around me, like everyone in my family has gone to school and graduate and like, it's just a thing to do. Like, oh, you go to school, you graduate, you get your degree and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So like up until last year, my whole thing was like, oh, that's what I'm gonna do. But now I just feel like I can't just sit here and wait on that and I can't just like, the goal is to just to make as much money as I can, mm -hmm. save as much money as I can, get my degrees and if I do have to leave, at least I'm leaving with my bachelor's, I have my degrees, I have all these things under yeah. me mm -hmm. or like felt has businesses, mm -hmm. at least you have these things and you can just say, okay, this is what we're doing. Yeah. You know, like you're not just sitting here, you know, just waiting on these people yeah, to do right. something for you, yeah, like you're, you're trying yeah, to you're get right. it yourself. You're right. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. what we're doing, but you know, also, you also got to have like, like hope and also, yeah, you just got to know that things are going to happen because you've been here for, for so long and working hard and everything like that. Just know God ain't just going to let, yeah. you know, things go down. Like My that. whole thing is but like, outside, I'm not, I'm outside not of religion, yeah. Yeah. like, are you guys paying attention to policies? Are you yeah, being part of, you know, the activism yeah. of it all? Like, there's, you know, Miami does protests all the yeah. time, there's I'm bus always, rides all I'm the way to D.C. You know, it's like, it's yeah. a lot of those things, yeah. too, that happen and they want support. Because I remember last time when this first hit, everyone was messaging me saying, you know, can you get, you know, this and this done? And the whole reason I decided to do the forum was I was no one wanted, you know, to be vocal or honest about them. People were afraid, which yeah. I understood. So I was like, well, how can I provide information to people without them having to, like, go sit in an attorney's office and everything else? And I did the live stream forum. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. A lot of people are afraid. They want change, but they're afraid they're to go stand to out there yeah. and, you know, but then you have the people, you know, like, you know, the citizens that are sitting around like, this is not my problem. Right. Um, or they don't really understand it. So they're like, what are we like? You guys knew. So what are we fighting for? We have bigger issues. Right. So it's like you it's, it's a little bit of the people that's on it. are kind of afraid to move and shake because they're worried that sometimes this stuff is galvanizing people yeah. to grab everyone at the same time and deport yeah. them. And then the people that don't really get it, we're all like, this is not my problem. So. I just feel like it's, you can't really, I, I feel like a lot of us are just like living in this whole fear of, oh, you know, they're going to deport us. And like, I don't, in my mind, I don't believe that can just actually happen. Like, they're just not going to, like, you can't live in fear mm -hmm. that they're just going to deport you. Like, right. a lot has to happen before they can actually just come and take you and deport you. Like, we can speak up. You can. There's a lot you can actually do before that happens. And my my whole thing is like, I, like I just don't want to live in fear anymore. Like I'm, I'm just over that. Like I'm yeah. not doing that anymore. Like to me, it makes it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, shout out to my lawyer, man, Matias. You know what I'm saying? He gives me a lot of information. I don't know if you know yeah, Matias, Matias Honor. Mm -hmm. He's one of the Haitian? biggest. Yeah. yeah. One of the biggest. You know, he's helped me a lot Honor throughout Lynn, the years. The yeah. He's helped me a lot. Actually, Stanley put me on to him because the dude that nice. I was going to before was stealing all I my money. I heard a lot of that too. Oh yeah. I heard God. a lot of that. Oh, man. that's another thing. You can Man. fill out your forms yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are some please? tips and stuff that you guys have or know um, that can help some of these other people that probably just don't know some of the stuff you can either do on your own or where you can find information to where if they're not even at, at the where you guys are right now. No, nah, I mean I, I tell people all the time like if you want to go find all the information that you need, just go to Google, type in Haiti TPS, go to news, it'll mm -hmm. update you yeah. on everything that you need to know Literally about all TPS. Literally all the information you all need information. is on the internet. Like yeah, you see, Don't pay these people $600 to fill out forms for you. You can do if you know how to write your first and last name on a form. Right. You can fill out <laughs> so your So these own. forms right. are that 
They're not complicated. They're not, no, com- they're not the complicated. The past, I feel like when we first started, of course, you know, yeah, yeah, we my aunt didn't know much. Fees. We all paid the fees. And it wasn't until a year, like, when my brother was like, okay, he's not doing this no more. Like, my brother went to a non-profit place, and they filled out the forms for him, and he, was, and he saw how they did it. And he was like, wait, this is ridiculous. And the, the following year, we literally filled out all our forms, yeah. went over it, like, ten times. Yeah. Wow. Switched papers, made sure everything was right, turned it in, and it was fine. Like, you, you don't have to pay these people money to, to fill these forms yeah. out for you. It's simple. It's easy, especially for TPS. It's easy. Just follow the directions. That's right. it. Wow, I didn't. I didn't even know that. Like yeah. I thought, all that stuff had to go to attorneys. Oh, you have no, an immigration attorney. Nah, at first, it did when we didn't really. Yeah, have when the you don't know, knowledge. of course you're doing that. But what way. do you need immigration attorney for right now? If you guys are just kind of limbo. Honestly, what? right now, just for like information. Yeah. That's it. Information. Now, every time I talk to my lawyer, Matias, you know, I go to him. You know, we have a talk about you know like the the next step, like mm-hmm. the future. He always gives me like you know good notes and just give me like good, good messages and just yeah. give me like hope and this is happening this is gonna happen and everything that he says is gonna happen it happens yeah, you know yeah. what I mean so just just good news all the time he never he really ever, ever gives me bad news yeah. so if there's someone listening right now that's on TPS yeah. that's afraid to even tell their friends or other yeah. people they're on TPS yeah. they kind of don't have the fees for attorney they're kind of stuck in this I don't know what to do same thing my parents just telling me to pray what is your advice to them um just I mean, if you're afraid to tell people, like, I just feel like there's nothing to be afraid of. Like, no, you're here, you've been here, like, you're just, like, a regular person. Right. There's nothing you're doing wrong. Like, if you need to, like I said, fill out your forms, it's online, the directions are there. Right. Like, there's nothing to be afraid of. Like, you're a regular person. Like, I don't, I feel like I used to do the same thing. Like I said, I, up until maybe two, three years ago, half of my friends didn't know that I was, like, most of my friends literally thought, like, oh, I just didn't want to go to college. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to stay home and do all this stuff. Like, I didn't want to work. And it was like, no, like, I'm illegal. Like, I don't have papers. And it's like, oh, what What does that mean? Mm-hmm. You go going to explain to them, and they're like, oh, wow. Or you have the ones that when you do tell them, they're just like, oh, wow, my dad is the same thing. Or, you know, yeah. you get more information. Right. And that's how you, like, find, or, like, I have a coworker that her father is an immigration lawyer. Mm. Like she found out about me, she's like, "Are you serious? My dad's an immigration lawyer, and you know, he maybe he can help you. Just like tell your story, let people know. Like, yeah. I'm not you saying just you know, it. just go and scream it out, but like yeah. let people know because you don't know who can help you. Like, exactly, because the the more you hide it, man, the more like you're in risk of not seeking and not finding the information yeah. that you yeah. need. You know. What about that fear of they're just going to come knock on your door? I've heard a bunch of people tell me, oh, yeah, bugale muna bis, yeah, pwa muna bis. That's like 1992. Yeah, it's like, like 2019. No one's going to come to your house and, like, put, unless you, you, you just rob the bank. Like, relax. That's not happening. I don't think that's happening. Nah, I'm like, yeah, sure about that. Happening, I've had a few I don't think that's going to happen. Pulling up in, in front of people's like, houses. Nah, what are you, not, robbing people? Like, I feel, if you're doing what you need to do, yeah. like, you're, you're doing, like, if you're not bothering anyone, like, they have yeah, this thing called, like, sanctuary cities or, or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. I think Broward County, Miami, these are, like, sanctuary cities. Like, no one's going to come, unless unless you're bothering people yeah, or you, you're doing you these crazy things. Trouble, you're doing yeah. Like, no one's going to come knock at your door and you just try to snatch up. you up. ICE is not going to, like, yeah. they don't bother you, you like get caught that. up by the cops for doing something illegal. You know what I mean? Knock and, on wood. You know, they're going to put you, they, they gonna put you <laughs> on an immigration yeah. hole and that's yeah. it. You feel me? I just feel like everyone here. You're shaking the table and causing attention to yourself. Yeah. 
And yeah. I feel like everyone here that's, you know, that's on TPS and or just illegal period. And you just out here trying to trying to find a way, trying to make a way for your family and everything like that. Just doing positive things for the people, for the community, for everybody around you. I just feel like we should be sacred. We shouldn't be touched. You know what yeah. I mean? I just feel like we should get that respect that everybody else does. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh, guys, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing your stories. You know, thank you for giving us more information on, like, basically an inside look of what it's like, you know, for you guys growing up on TPS and trying to dispel some of this misconception and things that people think they know. So I I appreciate you guys. Right. You know, any last things? Like, I know Entrepreneur Roosevelt, like, let people (laughs) know how to find you. How do they support your projects? You just told me you have a comedy show, and I got to go make sure I show up. Oh, yeah, man. Show show up, man. It's a a great time, man. I have all FNO Comedy and Soul Nights. I, I I have it twice a month. Uh, at the beginning of the month and at the end of the month, every month. Yeah. And I also have uh, film showcases that I throw, like, every two months and everything like that. Mm. And, um, yeah, I'm always out working, directing videos, writing, producing, just always be 24-7. You guys can find me at on Instagram, my business page, FNO Productions, LLC, and my personal page, Failures No Option underscore, and my event page, FNO Event Culture. So that's where you can find everything that you need to know about FNO failures, no option. I don't have a long report like that. <laughs> but <laughs> um, what I can say is just that, you know, to all the people that's like us or the kids that are in high school, like, we understand, we get it. Um, one advice I can give you guys is, like, there's so much information out there, especially right. the, the Internet um, like if you need information, tell your guidance counselors, tell like back when we were in school, I don't think like there was information, there were nah, things to, to help people out. Like I'm pretty sure you tell your guidance counselors, like there's forms you can fill out now. There's waivers if you need a, um, a waiver for your TPS, if you don't have the money to pay for it. There's waivers you can fill out just yeah, to get back help. Then it was tough. Yeah, man. Like, you didn't have all that. We was um, at a point where like we didn't even want to say anything about it. Like we didn't yeah. even want to tell people yeah. we was illegal at that time. Like so. let people know you can. You never yeah. know who can help you. If you're in college and you're paying those out of state fees, yeah. I think there's actually no. I think I know there's a law because yeah. trust me, I was paying those out of state fees and I'm not paying them. I'm still paying out of pocket. Because, um, you know, there's no scholarships. We're going right. to get wanted to get on that soon. Right. Um, <laughs> there's no scholarships for people on TPS. But, like, you, th- there's a form you can fill out to get exempted right. to get back to in-state, especially if you've been here since yeah. elementary school. Yeah. Like, you don't have nice. to pay in-state yeah. fees, I mean, out-of-state fees. Listen, don't listen to these people. Do your right. research. You got to be active. Yeah. You got to be vocal. You have to do your research. Right. Like, if they say no... There's somebody that's going to say yes. Do right. your research. Exactly. There's always somebody that's going to say yes. And on that note, guys, our time is up. Like Winnie and Roosevelt said, do your research. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you guys once again for tuning in. Um, don't forget to like, share, comment. Until our next episode, make sure you tune in and subscribe to all of our different channels. Google Play iTunes, SoundCloud. Yeah, shout out to Wanda, man. <laughs> we really appreciate you having us on the show. Oh, man. thank you, thank you for thank being you. open and honest and saying yes. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, whoa, they said yes. Uh, of course, <laughs> so I appreciate of y'all. Of course. I mean, people, people really just just they, gotta they know information like that, that you know that that there's like you know just successful you know people. There's other people out here like you out here that yeah. you know that that's going through the motions and everything like that, but just 
don't feel hopeless. Just always know that, yeah. you know, things are going to happen and just find, seek information and just go look for it and find it.